my first beer. Hello. Welcome to episode 25. We have made 25 episodes, guys. Wow. I feel, uh, I feel responsible. I don't. Um, I don't at all. I just want to, before we've even started, um, Bill's back in the room. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Bill is back in the room. It's been a few episodes since he's been here. He's He's, he's had some shit on. He lives his own life. So, um, it's really nice that he's found some time to hang out with us. I'm just glad he's a strong, independent kitty. We're just um, ripping straight into some beers straight off the rip. Um, but yeah, cool. We are back for episode 25. We have Ooh. lots to cover in this episode. We have just started kicking off with a just a refreshing little corpse reviver. We've been drinking a bit all afternoon. Um, six point hyperbeam, boys. I've had this before. Oh, hot dang. Yeah, I've had That's this before. fucking good. Um, it's a sour... Pale ale with passion fruit, guava, and milk sugar. But damn, it oh. is good. Six point. My boys. Wow. Yeah. Straight out of New York City, 7.5%. Yeah, no mucking around in this episode. Maybe the first time I've had guava that hasn't offended me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Brooklyn, we go hard. As my boy Jose. Yes, damn tight. So yes, good. damn tight. That's really tight. And um, the can art, just so good. I'm Ellie Davis, your juice wolf, uh, your pastry boy. Uh, what else am I? A hype beast. I don't know. Croissant King. Croissant King. Uh, I've got too many titles. I hate it. I just want to be simplified. I want to be myself. Um, wow. That was <laughs> dark. Profound. Yeah. Profound um, and dark. I feel bad yeah, for my sorry. intros. Now. Yeah, Thanks. okay. Um, with me is Clint Donahoe. Welcome. I'm Papa Sweden, Papa Korea. Oh, wow, you yeah, I hate it. Um, you tried to do it. You but that's who he is. That's it. who it is. It's just the um, identity, man. It's his identity. I hate it, but it's it's part of him now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it it's a growth. It. It's like a tumor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. You just got to cut it off. Uh, and also Ian uh, is here. <laughs> Ian's not grumpy tonight. No, he's not. He's been fed. He's been fed. He's he's liquid. He's been liquid. No, liquid. I, I, liquid. I've been drinking. He's been hydrated. He's there's, hydrated. There's nothing I love more than a day drink. It is true. It is true. Yeah. Um, but we're here. Um, we've got lots to cover in this episode. Um, shall we just rip into it? Because there's no point mucking around. We've got a beer already. Um, let's uh, hit into some beer news. So Holgate Brewing have announced an equity raising and whoo, whoo, they have caught some heat. They have caught a lot of heat. It's been happening for a few weeks now. Like mm. probably, no, it's almost a month, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yep. Just watching it from a distance, I'm like, oh, this is not going well. Oh, this is not going well. <laughs> Just like. They'll, um, probably, they'll probably still get some cash. Yes. Absolutely. But there are, there are a lot of comments in the uh, Facebook comment section that are like how about you pay some dividends to the 1.5 million of government money you just got yeah I mean this could be an episode in itself but we won't go that deep but um I don't know it's been a very underwhelming pitch would you invest in Holgate no 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 No. not at the moment um okay so Black Ops just did one closed a few months ago would you invest in black ops yes yes yeah okay who else did one 
Uh, Parrot Dog in New Zealand did a big one. Would you invest in Parrot Dog? You don't know them. I don't know. I, I, I just Chirp went Brewing? to New Zealand. Chair no. Brewing just did two million bucks. No thanks. No. Yeah, okay. Um, the reason, like, the reason for Chair with me is I love a little bit of a, at least have some sort of core range. It's one of those um, breweries that are pumping out new things all the time. I'm like, oh, I like consistency in a way. I like that you're doing new stuff. It's, it's hard to get infatuated with Chair. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll have a. I had a fair bit of Chair. Well, I was, you know, behemoth when I was in New Zealand, and there's some. It, they do brew some great beer, but it's a. I just want some straight up IPAs or some pale ales that Respect they that they're doing all the time. But hey, so there's quite a few brewery jobs going in Australia at the moment, um, and we just wanted to highlight that you should always be going on to uh, Crafty Pint or Australian Brews News um, to check out the latest um, quite a few jobs for those who are passionate and are thinking about leaving the day job um, definitely a very interesting and rewarding career so I would recommend if you've been on the fence about doing it get online to those I think sites. I've always been on the fence about doing it but I probably shouldn't but your problem is you're very very good at photography mm, yeah yeah um, I would recommend you stick to it but I love brewing doesn't mean you can't do both Mm, it is true. So you, just, you just raise a higher salary. Mm. You can do more. Slide into my DMs. Full disclosure, <laughs> it is very physical work. Um, <laughs> Morrison cans. Have we seen the new Morrison cans, the limited release? I have, yeah. Yeah, love, love the boys at Morrison. Do not love their cans. You don't like the cans? No. What don't you like about them? Hello. Hello. We've just got a little drunken visitor. Hey, Alex. Hey. How you doing? Are you a bit cooked, mate? Chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> the stepbrother's chocolate cake is being eaten. Hey, baby. We'll just take a quick intermission. Uh, <laughs> be right back with you. I don't think we, we should. Bill is just Bill is just getting a kiss and some chocolate cake. Sorry uh, about that. That was a fun time. That was a drunken intruder. We do not welcome... Actually, we do welcome that on the podcast. We love people waltzing into the podcast drunk. So if you want to come here drunk, uh, the address <laughs> is... Uh, slide so, to our DMs. Uh, we'll let you know. So talk to me. Morrison Cans. So a cognac IPA and a Baltic Porter. I really like the Baltic Porter can with the uh, I need, sea just, lion on it. I think it's pretty sick. Um, what oh, I like is it the it? white can with the seal all over the front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. It's too... Don't you don't like it? it? No, I don't know. I, I think the cans as standalone are fine. I just think there's no brand synchronicity for me. Okay. Okay. That's all. Really, it's actually quite yeah, simple no, that's, for me. That's pretty fair. I guess the uh, the chili beer looks nothing like these new two. Um, the cognac one is a little bit more on brand, I would say, with them. But yeah, it does look more the, like the rest. The other one's a little bit, you know. The Baltic Porter. Yeah, it's just a little bit too. It's it's not consistent. I like with canning. I really like if you're gonna do a core range, have a bit of consistency with that, and then with your special releases and you're still canning those. Um, you know, you can be a little bit more creative. I think. Yeah. So yeah. have a bit of a standard core range in your labeling, and then play on that from there. I would say. I like. I think you need to establish that first. And Hobart Brewing, in the last piece of uh, news, mm. have put out a brand new IPA. Yeah. Have we seen this? Yes, I have. Yeah, um, Ales and Tales just packed 
Octopus. Oh, do they? Yeah. It's a collaboration with um, Hopco. Uh, so the local broker down here. Yeah, that could be a great collab. And it's a um, Triumph Lone Hop IPA. So Triumph Single Hop IPA. Um, 5.8% candy sweetness up front, berry fruit nuances, and finishes with a smooth, clean bitterness. All those online reviewers will like that it's smooth. Oh, yeah. Bit of smoothness doesn't hurt anyone, does it? Yeah, exactly. Um, the label looks really cool. The uh, gold, yep. gold label. Yeah, looks looks really great. Pretty down with that. I'm looking forward to trying that. The clarity looks good in the beer, too. It looks really... Um, you know, I like this 5.8%. It's not too intense. Our mates at Alvin Tales have just called it a Brute IPA. They've called it a Brute. It's yeah. definitely not a Brute. Yeah. Just interesting. Maybe it's very dry. Yeah. Sammy, click uh, us a message. We'd love to hear some thoughts. Mm. I didn't think it was a Brute. Like, I'll stand corrected if, if it is. Um, interesting. interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely pop a photo of that once we get our hands on it and pop it up on the social pipes um, and let, it, let you know our thoughts as well. But we haven't had it yet, so... Very good. And that is the end of a very short beer news. That was short. Lovely. Oh, that was crispy as fuck. It was a bit, it was a bit sexual. <laughs> um, cool. Sip, skip, or sell it. Um, I'm just... Whoa, 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 whoa. Great segment. Better jingle. Come on, you got to... Do you want me to talk up the jingle? Uh, it was a nice jingle, Alan. No, you don't need to talk up the jingle, but maybe just talk up the jingle. We haven't even hit the jingle yet. You know, like what? It's such a beautiful so jingle. So the jingle's still going to happen. Do you understand oh. foreplay? No. you got to bring uh, him Bell, in. Bell, I'll talk to him. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've already given it a cheeky rub. I mean, oh, oh wow! What do you want from here? Oh Jesus! Play um, the jingle. Do you want just do you play want, the jingle? Play the jingle here. Play the jingle. Make him stop. Do you want me to put my mouth on it? Oh no. Uh, before we get into sip, skip, and cellar. Or cellar. Or cellar. You can't just and cellar. Get fucked. Great jingle though. I do both. If I sip, I cellar. That's true. Um, That's true. Before we get into the next section, guys, I have Range Brewing. Oh, Range again. Yes. Double fruited sour ale. Mango Ooh. and raspberry. Oh, okay. So I'm going to pour this out for you guys. Oh, that comes. Ooh, a lovely peach color to it. Oh, yeah. Um, so nice kind of thin white head that's dissipating quickly this is brewed with mango and raspberry oh, smells awesome yeah it looks really cool that's not right i haven't seen that kind of peachy color in a little one in a bit it's a bit. pretty color. yeah i really like the can art too great can i'll give that to ali thank you um oh there's like some little Mangoes and some little raspberries on the can. I'm not big on their illustrations. Okay. Like the fruit ones. I like the little um, barbarian and stuff on their other ones. Yeah, that's cool. I'm down for those, but I, I'm not big on the fruit ones. They're a bit cutesy. Yeah. The other ones are kind of cool, but you know what? I'll, I'll, let, I'll let it pass because I know it's going to be good beer. It's, it's still early days for their brand, though. That is true. That is true. They'll, they'll go places. Cool. Uh, we're going to enjoy this beer while we get into Sip, Skip, or Cellar. We might talk about this beer again in a couple of moments. Yeah, I'm just going to sip away on this beer. I'm going to be absolutely boy. savage tonight on this segment. I have no time or tolerance 
for shit beer tonight. Awesome. Oh, that's so tight first tight. up, Farrell Brewing. Draft. Skipped. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. How's the also, time? I reckon you guys condemned me for being quick on the last episode, but that was brutal. Yeah. Uh, Earl Brewing Draft, 4.2% Session Ale, Dry Hot with Vic Secret. Ali, and you're already out. That's great. I don't know, I just don't like feral beers, really. Oh, you don't like feral? Not really. Did you get to try their Imperial Biggie? The Biggies, I don't like. Uh-huh. I don't know, they're just not... Didn't, didn't they, tickle the juice chin? They just don't do it for me, really. Cool. Uh, uh, um, and a drive, especially. I don't care if it's got Vic Secret in it or not. It doesn't matter what hop you put in it. I couldn't care less. Uh, okay. Skip for me. That's fine. Clint. I am actually, despite Feral's lack of independence now, I'm a Feral fan. Um, I was a bigger fan before but like their Finn Diesel beer was a banger did you say Finn? yeah Finn Diesel right. do you remember that, that no one? I don't oh, it was bloody delightful um, Biggie's pretty good uh, yeah Feral does some really good stuff um, I am going to skip because it's draft I just don't see the point of my time being spent on it yep yeah I'm a, I'm a skip as well it's, it seems I don't know because it's just written here dry hop to a Vic Secret like, it feels to me like that's a waste of Vic Secret. Like, yeah. give it to someone who's going to use it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's not really interesting to me. No. Um, cool. Moving on. Um, ooh, I'm, ooh. Ooh. Um, Rocky Ridge. Barley Wine is Life. 11% Barley Wine. Go. It's actually called Barley Wine is Life. I am a seller. <laughs> okay. I'm, so a, I'm a seller. Obviously, they listen to our um, mates. Oh. Don't Drink Beers. Yeah. The Moncateur. Moncateur. Great podcast. Oh, what is life? Mm. Cool. I'm I'm a seller. Seller. Um. Yeah. Rocky Ridge do good things. We've had a couple. We have. Um, I haven't been let down. Shout yet. out to Rob. Yeah. To, um, Some of our favourite WA beer. Yeah. Really, really cool. Um. But hey, boys, I'm just gonna throw it out here. Haven't done a barley one episode yet. Oh. <laughs> you might save that for Christmas, Alan. Christmas is a long time away, and I would like to do it sooner. Uh, Let's do it now. So this episode... No, no, no. Um, No, I I only bring that up because I was looking through our cellar the other day, which we really need to crack into, by the way. Um, There is three ripping barley wines in there. Probably got a bit of boat rocker in there by now. Um, Yeah, just... Um, Yeah, really, really need to crack into this cellar and start drinking a few of these bad boys yeah so maybe a little barley wine episode first time yeah I'm about the Rocky Ridge barley wine I think we'll add that to our little cellar collection I feel hook us up Rob yes once we send you this pack back which we spoke about a few days ago oh it's already been sent mate um cool I think so we're all pretty keen on the barley wine yes Um, yes. how are we getting through this range sour uh, it's tasty. It's, uh, it's tasty. It's a little underwhelming for me. It's not tart enough. It's unoffensive. Yeah. It's fine for me right now. I think it's going to have a lot of fans. Purely on the kettle sour. I don't know. Phrase. I just think I, we've we've had some really really ripping sours that just. I, I mean, for me, I uh, love a sour that rips my jaw in half. Yeah. Um, Double fruited sour mango raspberry five point two percent. Double fruited compared to last I'm time not, you did it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like double fruited to me right now in the context of what's going on in the beer world it's not fruit. is more than this. Yeah. There's not a lot of mango in it. There's a lot of raspberry. I mean, triple fruited from Vale was like smoothie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so is this double fruit? Are you getting much mango in this, boys? I'm not. Not really. 
No, I'm. I get a little bit of rust. It's actually quite botanical on the aroma. I really like, like honeysuckle. I actually really dig that they have the label represented by the beer color. I've just noticed that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. That is pretty cool. It's a beautiful looking beer. Yeah, yeah, look, this is unoffensive. This is tasty. I'd be very happy to drink a full can of it, but I wouldn't seek it out in the way that people seek out ranch. Yeah. But craft beer is developing a whole culture that just follows. Like, we follow IPAs. There's a whole other sect that follows sour beers. Um, and kettle sours. And kettle sours. This is going to appeal to a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think it's partic- particularly good. Yeah. It's a good base. Cool. Um... Let's get moving through sip, skip, or cellar. Um, Green Beacon, Helen Street, Haze. Um, oh, topical after last yeah. fortnight. Is it hazy? No, it is not. I haven't seen the beer, to be honest. But, but, does it have to be completely hazy? It's good. Well, it is or it isn't. It's good. If you call it, if you're putting hazy on the can, I mean, god damn, it's got to be hazy. I yeah, don't know. This is true. I mean, you can call it a, a New England or a... Well, it's definitely a, not a New England. No, like, you've got to, like... I mean, we touched on this last episode. It's got to have... You can call it whatever you bloody like, but if you're calling it a hazy on the can, make it hazy. I don't know. This is true. This is true. Moving forward, another... On- Did we didn't even say if we wanted to... I'm going to no. skip it. Skip? Yep. I'm going to sit. Set cool. I still want to try it. Even given Green Bacon a gone. Uh, I say gone. Not no longer independent. Um, this came out before. Though. Yes, came out before. I want to try it still. Cool. Um, coming up next, Bad Shepherd Hazy IPA. Another one. It's a nice can. Is it? I like the can. Yeah, I've seen the white green label. It's cool. Yeah, yeah right, cool. Uh, I'm gonna try it. I like that it's called a uh, hazy IPA in the same way that I like that the green bacon's called a hazy IPA. Um, we touched on this in our East West last fortnight. Um, I think it's okay to have a hazy pale or a hazy IPA because that allows you to have some bitterness and not be stuck to the Nipa yeah. style. And to the people who taste it and they go, oh, it's not a Nipa. Yeah, cool. They didn't fucking say it was. Well, hazy really just... Um dictates appearance yeah and I think like my hazy pale is a hazy pale it's not a neeper pale because you know whatever or a knee an pale <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's a hazy pale like I want bitterness relative to that beer so I'm okay with the hazy pale hazy IPA style so I like the badger that did that cool yeah I'll sip it yeah, I'd like to try it. Yeah. I haven't had. I think maybe we could while, we could so. go halves okay. in one can and see what it's like. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Is that it? Any more? That's it. Wrapping up. Not bad. Not bad. Good sauce. Good sauce. Now, Clint, I know that you. Oh God. Um, I know that you said you were going to be brutal in that section. Didn't really feel it. Anyway. Uh, no, there was nothing to be brutal about. They sounded tasty. Apart from feral. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Feral. Sorry, Coca Cola draft. Yeah, I don't know. Cool, guys. So, got a little, little bit of beer mail. Hell yeah, we I love beer mail. We haven't had beer mail in ages, man. 
Beer Mail. So this time we have Beer Mail from South Australia. Oh, hello, SA. What's you going on in SA? You salty dogs. You know what is going on in SA? SA? No. Um, Do you have a stutter? No. Well, Two weeks ago in South Australia, our mate for Big Shed Brewing released something called Brew Chocks. I don't think I have anything from Big Shed. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Big Shed are good. Big Shed often win gabs. I don't have Big Shed. Sorry. Anyway. Elaborate. So, so Big Shed brewed something called Brew Chocks, where apparently in SA there's a very famous chocolate called Brew Chocks. So... Um, my partner's from SA and her auntie posted this on my wall the other day. About the fruit chocks? Yep. Yeah. On the wall. Um, it sold out in 13 minutes. Oh, so I'm not going to get any then. No, you would definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the time this airs, it will be impossible to get. Um, apparently fruit chocks are like chocolatey, but they taste like peaches. Yeah, there's a peach vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. So this is like a stout that's like chocolatey, peachy and a tiny bit sour peach. That could be cool. I don't know. Apparently, it sold out in like 13 minutes. I know that uh, Scott from uh, SA Beer Drinkers had to shut down all posts about it. Oh. Because people were posting early and there was an embargo on posting about it or selling it. Wow. And people were being putting up that they'd bought it when it wasn't supposed to be sold. How do we get this chocolate? That's an interesting topic that we should revisit. The sale of beer before it's... Officially released. Officially released. Mm. Yeah, we have some pretty strong opinions in our boss. It's like sneakers, like hype sneakers, and yeah, well, it's like backdoor sales before it's supposed to be announced. Um, Yep. 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 Anyway, so Brewchox, yeah, sold out at the brewery in 13 minutes. Is the word on the street? Um, It'll come back again. Oh, they're going to do a bigger batch, but you know, those SA people went mental. Apparently, the only way to more encapsulate SA beer drinkers would be to brew a Devon beer. Because apparently they like Devon. Oh. oh, how would you incorporate that into a beer? <laughs> you, just, oh. you just wouldn't. Anyway, so shout out to the SA Beer Drinkers on Facebook. Um, have you guys been in that Facebook group? Uh, no. Not. I have never seen more freaking hype juice in my life. Right. You need to send me an there is There is something going on in SA and there are some crazy good... Crazy good imports happening there. I don't know what the go is. So, what do we got first, Ian? Alrighty, so... These beers have come from my mate, Honey Cox, from Adelaide. Oh, no shit, no shit. Yeah, um... That's where I saw the Instagram posts. It was her partner, I think, had one of those. Yeah, Sam. So, ex-Hobart resident. Um, so we're going to start up first with the Sweet Amber Dry Irish Stout. So, so Sweet Amber's the brewery? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's um, it's packaged differently than we're used to. Yeah. It's in like a little... In a homebrew bottle. In a homebrew plastic bottle. P.E.T. Yeah. So I imagine... Uh, so I know Honey um, had this one on tap in her venue. Um, so so is she in SA now? She's living in SA. Yeah, so cool. this is in what I imagine is their equivalent to a cannibal. Or a... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Which is why we have this bottle. So wait, Sweet Amber Beer and Pizza? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I'll just check out their gram while we, we're chatting. So cool. So we have the dry Irish stout. Um, she's giving me some notes on it. Okay. Before I read them out, I'll, we'll, we can all dive in. But yeah, so Honey's giving us some notes on each of them, which is real cool. 
The nose is... I don't like the nose on this bad boy. Not for you? No. Nah, this, this is the much, much more like old school style. Yeah, it is very... I get the style 100%. Just not my kind of beer, I don't think. What's like, the beer called? It's a dry Irish stout. Yeah. Okay, cool. I've had a lot of Guinness in my day, so... To me, this beer's no surprise. Yeah, it's got that Guinnessy vibe to it. It's got a little bit more of a, like a, um, I'd say like a Vegemite sort of smell. Oh, okay. Like a Marmite smell. See, which I've, is funny because they do a Vegemite go Yeah. I'm okay. just, I'm, I'm I will never drink that. <laughs> but, um, it's funny you mentioned Vegemite and like, I, I don't think you're putting that Vegemite uh, flavor in a negative context, Sally, but I've had bourbon barrel aged stouts with which we mm-hmm. all celebrate mm-hmm. that have Vegemite vibes that I don't vibe on absolutely um I'm pretty cool with this beer it's kind of like it's thick it's leathery like yeah it's it's not bad it's um packaging is a bit disappointing but like that's like, uh, yeah full disclosure I do not like the amber um PET bottle it just looks like homebrew and I think yeah. Um, the advice I would give these guys is don't put your beer in those. I think it, it probably seems like a cool idea, and I actually do like the label. Just a glass bottle would be less offensive. Like, well, I I do like the label that they put on it, but I just think by putting it in that plastic, you're actually are lowering expectations because people are so used to brewing. That's a really good point. Brewing yeah. like drinking homebrew from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid, mate. Mm. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I can't. I personally can't get past the aroma. Like, I don't mind a veg, um, veggie mighty sort of vibe in a stout necessarily, but like on the nose, it's quite different for me. Yeah. Um, just not really. A, I don't like a dry stout. I like a big, thick. Um, yeah, it's the opposite yeah. of what. You're yeah, it's it's really the opposite of what I like. I think it's the first dry Irish stout we've had on the show. It, it actually is. Um, and as per style, um, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. No, I think it's all right too. Um, so Honey has actually mentioned that Sweet Amber doesn't currently can or bottle anything, mm-hmm. but they're hoping to start packaging. Yeah. Okay. So this, is, so this is a takeaway. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just to give you guys some background. That makes more here. sense. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes more sense. So it it sounds like they're relatively relatively new and they're going. Yeah. They're looking forward to the future. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Rad. And uh, moving forward. Coming up next, another. Well, yeah. thank you. I'm feeling an IPA, guys. Let's do an IPA. You've got quite a little arrangement over there. I can see. Yeah, do. Just pick he's out. Just hiding some. Just make a little stuff. Make a decision, in Jesus. I know. I've got so many choices. Got a couple of double IPAs. Good. Something lighter. Something black. Oh. Let's go with some collective arts. Oh, say what? What's not from SA? Alrighty, so yeah, we're going international. Um, a collective arts collab with Little Bang. I haven't had not had a Little Bang beer yet. You haven't had a Little Bang yet? No, and there's a lot of hype around these guys. I don't think I've had a Little Bang either. Was um, this beer and, beer and barbecue fest beer? How are you feeling about 114 IBU? Oh, you know I feel good about that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm giggling. I'm a bit upset that they didn't go to the theoretical 120. Uh, a little inside I already joke. feel bad for opening this now. I feel like you should have saved it. No, yeah. don't save it. Yeah, save it for someone who's not us. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm excited too, Ian, that you get to be back on the poor too. 
I'm alive, still. And historically, it's, as always, he is pouring himself a very decent it's set. Still a risk. I don't know. Letting him pour. Jeez, I'm looking at. I feel like I'm not going to get much beer here. I'm, I'm just. No, I'll iron it for you. Um, oh, it's interesting. Put himself aside. <laughs> oh, uh, good man, good man. He's a generous he man. He shared, he shared. He's learnt the ways. So All right, nice. Oni, let's see what you got. Let's see what Sick you got. Sick can. 140. The can art is Okay, so this is called the good. Road Tripper Double West Coast IPA. Double West Coast? You have my attention, sir. Double West Coast indeed. This is sort of... It, it has West Coast colours and clarity. A oh. little hazier than what we... No, double West Coast, 8.1%. Yeah, a little hazier than what we had from uh, Stone Brewing in the last episode. Hazy in a good way. One of the um, brewers from Collective Arts is actually <sighs> in a beer group of mine. Good dude. Yeah, right. Good dude. Good yeah. dude. I like barbecue and beer. Oh, well. I like the nose on this Yeah, one. the nose. Lots. I like this a lot. Big resiny. Oh, oh, hello. Hello, Solon. That is fucking fantastic. Yeah, you can taste those IBUs. It's very bitter. That is a very well-balanced... I think you do, Ali. That is a very well-balanced 114. I'm just going to do the thing that I did last episode. I'm just going to step away for a second. The linger! Oh, the linger is fantastic. It's hitting me. This beer is, like, tight as... Um, I didn't realise when we were sitting on it, it oh, is... I, oh, I just had my first sip. Yeah, a little bang. Shout out to you guys. 8.1%. Like, I know it's a collab with um, Collective, but I mean, it's a little bang system. I need so. to visit South Australia. Yeah, you getting that vibe? Mm. Um, it, the can art is sick too. We'll put up a photo of that. Um, it's got like a wicked little like um, Stranger Things creature that's eating dice and a tripped out like... Yeah, it, it looks like a good time. It's just popping. Like, the can art's popping against a black can as well. Oh. Yeah, stop it. Ooh. Stop it. Ooh. This is probably one of the most bitter fucking lingering IPAs I've had in a while. Oh. Yeah. Australian-based anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's really, really tight. Oh, like, linger for fucking days. It's oh. got dankness. It's, it is dank. I'm really, really happy with that. Honey, oh, well. we love this beer. Thank you. This is a standout so far. If you'd um, like to send us a six pack, um, sure. Send I, th- I don't think I could drink a six pack. No, no I, I, this is actually like, aggressive. Actually, stuff. like hashtag pal context. This is still stripping. This is like doobie. This off. is like doobie level dink. <laughs> yes, I enjoy that. Yes, so. I've never had one. That is a phrase that I no, like. I have had. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is classic West Coast. Yeah. Oh, this is classic. This is benchmark. It's so bitter. Oh, the bitterness is... It's not benchmark, but it's classic. Like, it's yeah. it's bitter. It's got that tiny bit of underlying malt base, but it doesn't have huge crystal. Like, they're not trying to put caramel there to balance out the hops. They're just letting you... It's double West Coast style. Like, or is it just like a West Coast double IPA? Usually? It's a West Coast double IPA. Yeah, okay. They just haven't... They wanted to write it that way. Good on them. It's really oh, little bang, eh? Little bang. Um, yeah, I've been talking with my partner to visit her homeland of South Australia recently, and I feel like that's the beer that has made me want to go even more. I keep saying to you that she should go back there. Um, so it, I've got a few on the list now to tick off when I go. That makes over. sense. That makes sense. Mm. Uh, this is a banger. What are you going to serve us up next, Ian? Talk us through it. Well, first I'm going to have a little nap. <laughs> <laughs> 
But next, I'm gonna, given how bitter this was, I'm gonna give you guys a little palate cleanser. Oh, yeah. for a raspberry white ale from Goodison Brewery. Who oh, the hell a Goodison Brewery? I have no fucking idea. Thanks, Andy. I'm just looking, like, I haven't nice. seen the full, like, can art. Well, not the can art, the bottle art, sorry. It's a it's bottle. It's in a bottle. Who does bottles now? This is our only bottled beer from SA. I'm just really it's probably liking our only bottled beer tonight. Yeah. I'm really liking the South Australian uh, logo, just for the government, too. Looks sick. There's like a couple of doors and oh. here's a uh, here's a fun fact for you. Road Tripper Double West Coast IPA from Little Bang on Untapped. What rating do you reckon it has? On Untapped. Yep. Well, I'm giving it a four. I don't know what it's got. Ali, what do you reckon it's got? I reckon it's got a four point two five ish rating. Um. So two hundred and fifty five people have checked this bad boy in. And it is ranking at a 3.72. Ooh. Yeah. I, I get it. I th- People can't approach bitterness. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a thing. Yeah. I we all, bitterness we is all, isolating. We all love... This is like another level of bitterness. So like... Oh. Yeah. It is just... It is the but sitting can, there. Can you imagine placing this beer in the US and thinking if the reviews already got there? Well... Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Um, I think it would have ranked better over there because the bitterness is like it's big, but it's eight point one percent. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. The beer over there is so much better in general, so it's very hard um, and pretty pretty unfair. But I think this is a real cracker, and it's not a three point seven two. No, but I think yeah, as you said, it'd be polarizing for a lot of people. It's probably too bitter for a lot of people drinkers. Like the more I'm drinking on, the more I'm like, oh wow, it's just it's so bitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's really cool. Very good. Um, Let's get this raspberry wheat cracking, hey? For sure. Goodison Brewery. Never heard of them before. Cool. Never heard of them either. Do we have uh, we have many more on the SA beer trail? We've still got three more beers. Dang. Goodness me. Damn. Okay. 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 All right. All right. No doubt. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Mm. Just start freshen up with some water after that. Yeah. That makes a resin. This is probably the perfect counteract for this. So, is there any notes from this? that's been sent in then or uh, not really for this one so this is just just an easy drinking wheat beer with the good amount of raspberry sweetness whoa 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 I just read the label right yeah a gorgeous true style what do you mean true style it's a raspberry that means beer. nothing to me sorry I misread that um <laughs> a gorgeous true to style true to style raspberry, doesn't make it doesn't make wheat. it any any better um sorry I just heard, saw this word and it made me cringe uh banana oh cause it's a clove wheat beer with late addition of fresh raspberries to give a burst of flavour okay I'm less excited now uh, <laughs> you know that the classic German Hefeweizen uh, though doesn't have banana in the sense that you would hate it like it's subtle no 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 Ian and I had a banana beer together that was a stout that's different yeah it was in a stout it tasted like 
Chopper chops. I don't mind a half. I like a half. Oh, it smells really good though. No, 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 take it all back. It smells great. <laughs> just don't put banana. It looks spritzy as Just fuck. don't put banana on the label. Well, I mean, the yeast gives that character. Oh, yeah. Clovey yeah. banana. Yeah, I get it. No, it's got more clovey banana than I was expecting. There's a bit of clove to it. Yeah. There's a bit of clove. It smells to it. like a half. Yeah. Yeah, definitely heavy vibes. But, like, that's okay. I like Heffy's, uh, not my style. Heffy's. Heffy's. cool. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's, I like um, it. It's cute. Like, we're in the middle <laughs> of winter. It's cute. If you gave this to me on a hot day, in the, like, outside in the sun, I would be pretty damn happy. Yeah, it's very 2008. Like, it's it's cool. I yeah. would not be um, happy. Raspberries in a Heffervites and, like, you know, it's... It makes sense. Yeah, it's a little more old school. It's it's solid. It's a beer that makes sense. It's just not for me, and that's okay. I can't like everything, can I? No, it's it's a nice refresher after a massively bitter beer. It's not a hype beer. No, this is what. And we know our Ali needs hype. He does. Mm, I don't need hype all the time. He does need hype. He does need hype. (laughs) All right, we need to get into this. uh, Oh shit, we have three more. Um, we need to get into these last few because we have a massive segment coming up. Um, so we'll just uh, what are actually, we- actually, we do. We don't have beers for the next segment, so we can keep drinking these while we do the next. Segment. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Let's do it on the fly podcasting. We so, really thought about this. Without further ado, Ali, would you like to press play on the new jingle? A new jingle. So we have a new jingle. I've just whipped up something beautiful. Right now. I've just whipped it up. Have a listen. The new jingle. Is it brew, brew, brew? Or is it false, false, false? Only he knows. Right. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, you love a new segment. I love segments. You do. Sometimes when I get a little I, bit drunk, yeah. I just come up with these ideas and I feel a little bit like Michael Scott, just spitball and just doing it. Just doing it. Um, so, hype beers, brew or false? Hype I have taken... Brew or false? Brew or false. I have taken these beers from Instagram, word for word, and I have got three of them. Two of them are real beers, and one of them is a false beer. Okay, I like it. And I would like you guys to pick out the false beer. So, to start with, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to do each one. I'm going to name the beer name, and then its description. Okay. And then I will go to the next beer. Right. Number one. This beer is called Never Miami. It is a lemon meringue milkshake raspberry blackberry double ice cream lassie goza at 8%. It sounds too real. Like, it sounds too fake to be fake. You know <laughs> that is number one. That is number one. It yeah. sounds like an omnipolar. Number two is, because, is called Begin and Never End. It is a double New England IPA using Himalayan salt, lactose, oh, vanilla, peaches, and zatar. Zatar adds a lovely spicy element and is the extract from a scorpion commonly eaten in Northeast Asia. Oh. To complement the spicy Zatar, we have also added whole German bread pretzels, 
which build <laughs> which build on the Himalayan salt <laughs> and add an extra salt. dose of those good vibes. Four can limit per person. I drink the shit out of that. I don't know why. I don't know why. But it, sounds, himself. it sounds sick. I don't. It wouldn't have probably taste like. Was it the scorpion? Yeah. And from a scorpion in uh, Southeast Asia. Um, and the final one is called Peak Hype, a triple cryo hopped one great skin contact barrel blend milkshake oat cream sour New England IPA called Hype. Which one of those three beers is fake? We have Never Miami, <laughs> which was the first one, yeah. which is the uh, lemon meringue milkshake, blah, 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 goes uh, We have the beginner never end, which is the one with the scorpion. And we have the peak height, which is the cryo great skin barrel everything. I think the middle one sounds ridiculous. But I think it's real. It's because, probably real. So I think the first one's You've fake. actually made this challenging clip. I really Thank you. Oh, Thank you've you. done a great job there. I think the first one's fake. Because it's a little bit too ma- it's like too basic. it's too safe. <laughs> Out of all the ridiculousness you said, I think I've heard of the last one. I think I've actually seen that pop-up. Peak hype, yeah. Peak hype. These are word from word from Instagram. Honestly, you've given us too much, and I can't remember them already. Yeah, the milkshake number one is the false. The other two are brews. You sir. I don't fucking know. Like just said, I can't remember them already. There's too much. I can read them out to you again. Do yeah. it. So we have Never Miami, Lemon Meringue Milkshake Raspberry Blackberry Double Ice Cream Lassie Gosa. We have Begin and Never End, Double New England IPA with Himalayan Salt, Lactose, Vanilla, Peaches and Zatar. Zatar being that um, Northern uh, Asian Scorpion Extract. Uh, with whole German bread pretzels. I'll drink the shit out of a scorpion. And we have <laughs> Peak Hype Triple Cryo Dry Hopped Wine Grape Skin Contact Barrel Blended Milk Shake Oat Cream Sour New England IPA called Peak Hype. Number three is fake. The Peak Hype? Yeah. And you said... Number two. one. Oh, one. Gentlemen, you owe me a beer. Number two was fake. The begin and never end. Yeah, okay. So... I know I've heard of number three. So number three was actually the Three Ravens beer. Yeah, I thought so. So Three Ravens have released, as per their Instagram, Peak Hype by Three Ravens, a triple cryo, dry hopped, wine grape skin, contact barrel, blended milkshake, oat cream, sour New England ale called Hype. That's with Mr. West. Have I said it before on the podcast? I love Three Ravens. You have. You do. Um... I actually do like the idea behind this beer because they've made an overly complicated beer and played off on the hype. Yeah. That said, I don't think it's going to be very good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there it is. Yeah. So Um, I'll drink it. I will sip. um, I just, I really wanted number two to be real. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said (laughs) the other, the other real beer is called Never Miami. Now this will fuck with your head. The description is lemon meringue milkshake, raspberry, blackberry, double ice cream, lassie, gosa at 8%. Mm, Collaboration. Is it Omnipolo? Is Omnipolo. I called that straight off the rip. Jay Wakefield, The Veil, Buxton. Douche, still water, and crooked stain. That is fucking That huge. is a massive. How do we get it? Is, it is literally unattainable. 
Um, yeah, like I, hang on though. Yeah, it's got Omnipolo vibes all over it, yeah. and it looks like what we had at Carlin Tellers. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. Um, and Clint's fake beer. Uh, which did is you, brewed by, did you think of this? I made this up. This is amazing. Um, this is brewed by K Love Brewing. Begin and never end. See, I gave it an interesting name. Do you like that? Yeah. Double New England IPA with Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. Firstly, the fact that the salt is Himalayan adds nothing to the beer. Absolutely. Stop using Himalayan salt, <laughs> greedy wankers. <laughs> Lactose, vanilla. And it would have been fine to finish there. Double New England IPA with salt, lactose, vanilla. We done, people. We can move on. No, no, no. Let's add peaches and zatar. Zatar yes. is a concept I completely made up. Oh. Um, zatar <laughs> adds a lovely spicy element as it is the extract from a scorpion commonly eaten in Northeast Asia. I wish that was real. Northeast Asia. What is that like? China and Tibet. Um, to compliment, and I also, during the um, discussion called it Southeast Asia multiple times to see if you can pick up on it. Right. Um, to complement the spicy zatar, like you need to add anything extra, we also added whole German bread pretzels. Yeah, I should have. Personally, <laughs> I love yeah, so, bread pretzels. So while we, Ali and I both got this question incorrect, um, Dayton, we will be picking up our check next week for the rights to this beer. Let's brew it. Which build on the Himalayan pink salt, pink salt and add an extra dose of good vibes. <laughs> Four cans only. I just added, I just yeah. added that on because I knew. Like it, it was so me. ridiculous though. Like that's that's the kind of thing that we've got to realize now. Like things sound so ridiculous. Like that Three Ravens beer that it could be real now and that's terrifying to me I think it's an absolute state of the culture yeah it is I, I, full disclosure it was a little hard to do the first one but now I got a vibe for it but I can't do it I don't I know how you're gonna I can't do them all the time I don't know I how will you're gonna do them but I can't do them all the time um, we might actually put one up before an episode on the gram and see what people think yeah uh, I think no we should no googling I think we should like mock up a few of these beers. I need to make it known that we do have a beer on the table right now that has the scorpion on the fucking label. Yeah, I did laugh. Which made it a little too. Well, you I know what, Clean? I, I just thought scorpion was such a big dick energy that it could just fit anywhere. I would have drank your beer, man. Thank you. I, I might still brew it. I, would, I, think, <laughs> I think we should do it as sure. our step Dangerous, brewers. I'll trade back that as our step brewers collaborative beer. <laughs> I don't think any of them want to drink it. So thank you for listening to a brew or false. I really like that segment. Oh, thank don't. you very much. That thank was sick. Much. I don't know what the next false beer is going to be though. So let's move on. We've got a whole new section and we have some uh, more SA beers to go through. So Ian, talk us through what you're going to pour us. So right now I'm pouring out a black IPA um, from... A black? The Suburban Brew. Suburban Brew. Do you have notes on said beer? I do. I'm just going to finish pouring you out though. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. So we're on to the Suburban Brew Black IPA. Hey, you know what? South Australia have a lot of breweries that I don't know about. Very local stuff, I reckon. It's cool. It's all in cans too. What are your notes on this bad boy? Super malty nose. Oh, it's got some bitterness though. Oh, I've had a black really IPA pricey. in ages, actually. That's because black IPA is dead, motherfucker. It, it, it is. is, yeah, it is. No one's arguing with me now. Even even Hobart Brunco didn't market the new release as black IPA. It was just a Tascadian hell. No, but they never. No, they never do. Yeah. 
because they're old school. Um, Cas- Cascadia and Darkow is actually the origin of Black IPA. But it's great. Yeah. No, that's a good beer. They get it so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is super toasty. Yeah. This is, um, in terms of Black IPA, this is not what I look for in a Black IPA. What do you um, look for in a Black IPA before I sip it? Uh, well, I think the style is kind of dumb. Um, (laughs) so if I do happen to drink it, I want something that shows technique in the brewing. So when I say that, I mean, um, they have separately steeped the, uh, the dark, the dark malts. (laughs) So that they don't extract any bitterness from them. Um, so maybe they've only put the dark malts into the sparge. Yeah. Okay. Um, they've made the hops pop, um, which I just don't think this does. Um, I guess basically that it's a, it's a, it's an IPA that's that's black. Um, otherwise, I want you to go the exact opposite route and do the whole Cascadian thing which is what mm. my brewing company do really well mm. yep. um, and modus operandi do exceptionally well and if you do anything in between I just probably won't like it um, so to me this is a bit uh, token black IPA not very well thought out that's yeah. that's my review it's a yeah uh, I agree with you um, black IPAs are not really my forte nor do I drink them a lot. Um, the one exception I will drink is, as you said, the Tascadian. I think that is a really nice. I mean, the cool thing about the Tascadian is it's it's like it's more it's, tr- it's true to the yeah the actual origin of the style. I don't like hops. I don't like hops clashing with the darker malts too much. Like. Just yeah. just as a palette thing for me, I like the darker malts that shine through in a, you know, a stout or something like that, where the, the hops sort of do complement it in a way, but they're sort of more in the background. I think with the hops being so forward in this, it's sort of like it's a clashing um, palette context for me. Yeah, I, I get... Um, yeah, I just get too much... Like, I get too much of the flavour of the crystal and the chocolate... Um, and to a lesser extent, it just doesn't. Yeah, hop. it just yeah. doesn't complement hop the hop character to it to me at yeah, all. Yeah. You know what's a really good black IPA that's not Cascadian style? Mm. Last Rites, Dead Man's Revenge. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. is a really good black IPA that's not. It's quite strictly, a popular beer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's not strictly a Cascadian style. This um, is just like like there's some pine, but it's like super toasty. Lots of like, yeah. Lots and lots of like uh, toast, chocolate, and a little bit of coconut. Yeah. Uh, but then some pine and not much else. It's just really clashy for me. I can't wrap my. I still, I still want some tropical fruit to stand out in a black IPA. Yes, yes. I'd be interested because the suburban brew, as they're called, their can is printed and then they have a label on it, so they're obviously like somewhat established. Um, I'd be keen to try something different from those guys. Like, I'm not going to judge on one beer. No. Especially a black IPA. they got the kind of subway tiles. 
as their printed can. Yeah, they um, which is kind of cool. Artwork's pretty cool. I get the vibe. Yeah, I, I get the vibe. The vibe's good. Mm. I love thy neighbour. Love thy beer across the top. Um, yeah, like I don't love this, but I do want to taste other things from them. So, yep. uh, not not trying to be over overly critical of those, but this is a beer podcast. We're not going to lie. Uh, final beer from the SA SA package. Well, there's two final beers. One's more of a staple, isn't it? I think we're going to do a... We can talk. Palpins the first. Yeah, let's do a Oh, okay, first. I like it. Then we will, uh, as we have this discussion... I can see the, uh, the can in, which is an interesting point. It is a can. So uh, this is a surprising beer. Because it's expecting, a can. I wasn't expecting this in a little care package. It's a I, can. I didn't think of it, actually. When I was told we were receiving some SA beer mail, it's been a long time. I wasn't expecting this. This is like a classic for me. This is a. This is one of my favourite beers, like from back in the day. Oh, thank you. I got a little bit of yeast. Um, that's a little. Wow. This is a. This is the definition of Australian sparkling art. Yeah. Literally, I mean, Americans cultivate these cans and get the yeast out of them. Are you ready? I did not know. What do we got? Cooper's Sparkling Ale. Yes. But. Absolutely. But. The bottom of the can is heavy. In a can. Oh, is that the. Oh, yeast? that is yeasty. Oh, stop it. I just want to harvest Where's it. Justin when we need him? It's been a few years. Get him back. But in a can. Yeah, in a can. So, pretty big news for Cooper's. Um, we've begun canning. Yeah. Damn. Um, Coopers, independently owned, mm. Australian family owned, despite the little, little misstep they had a few years back when they decided that, uh, they didn't like gay people. Other than that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Other than that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not no, saying anything no. that's wrong. No. Um, you're not. Other than that, they haven't really taken a, taken a misstep. Um, really proud of Cooper's uh, opening up their malting facility too and selling malt to yeah, that's, brewers. Yeah, that is cool. But no, they are a, a story of uh, independence. They really are. And they and released a, recently an XPA as well, which I oh, had. I had it on tap. In a purple can. I had it on tap at um, a venue. I won't say the venue's name. And I don't know if something was wrong with the keg or the lines. But Jesus Christ, it looked awful. Actually, Jesus, that's that's topical. Is it? Um, yeah, I love Jesus. The the beer <laughs> the beer was terrible. It looked awful. The oh. XBA, oh. and I suspect something was not right with oh. that keg. And I'm not saying oh, it looked awful. And Cooper's going to send me a message saying. Hey man, it's actually like an XBA and we went for some haze and some yeast. No, 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 no. It looked like grandma's chicken soup. Oh. In a bad way. Oh. Like you wouldn't even be able to take a photo of it, Ali. I think I could, but it'd be wrong. Yeah, you'd it'd get, be naughty. You'd get light room up in that bitch. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw it in a bottle shop the other day. I was, I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to buy it, but I should. You should give it a try. You should have it a go. Mate, I love Coopers an XBA. are independent. I love an XBA. Coopers are big, but they're independent. you got to remember that. Like, you think Coopers is such a massive brewery, and you go, oh, it's it's not independently owned, but you, it is. It's, yeah. um, At the end of the day. Testimonial. It's like, it's a testament to them. 
It's really at the end of the day, Cooper's is often, if I'm at a bar, the lesser of all evils. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not saying they're evil, but I'm just saying if I could buy Cooper's and I had the choice of Asahi or Lion, which is the only other taps in Australia right now, I'm going to buy Cooper's. Um, I used to smash this beer as a uni student. Oh, I... This was like a straight up candy banana nose. It, yeah, it's got banana vibes to it. The um, this was my, this was my. I can afford to drink beer at uni. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it was. Like, Cooper's Green, though, I drank all the time. Oh, Actually, I Cooper's Green. I like Cooper's Green way more than Cooper's Red. I have a carton of Cooper's Green in my fridge right now. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. All right. No, that was cool. It was nice to have a little bit of a. Blast from the past in a way, but um, they're still killing it. Um, they've got cans now. Sick. Nice. Right, nice little palate cleanser. Ian's going to open this last thing that I have been eyeing off all freaking night. Oh, it smells pretty good. And I want it. I want you, it. You've already got a drink in your glass. So I think I'll just pour it for Ali and I. Oh, that's good. All right. I want it real bad. Um, Ali, you and me. Thank you, Ian. What is this? How do you pronounce it? This is a hype brewer, isn't it? Uralda. Oh, my Lord. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. How do you say it? Uralda? Uralda? Uralda. Can I say This is the Sundown Sacrifice Double IPA. Oh, say no more. The Tropical Hazy Double IPA. Uralda. Tropical Hazy Double IPA. I'm sure we're not saying that right. Oh, absolutely not. Uralda. We've butchered it for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm really, really, legitimately pu- pumped about this. So, what have you heard about these guys, Clint? I've heard nothing, absolutely nothing about. I this. have heard. I actually, this is the one beer I don't have many notes on. All, all it says is the brewery is attached to a rad bakery. Oh, <laughs> fuck! I love it even more now. Ian um, and I love bakeries. We do love bakeries beer combined. Hey, hey, Clint likes bakeries too. No, do you? Uh, not as much. Do you? As you. No, you don't, fly, you don't fly to Melbourne for those kind of things, though, do you? Oh, I'm sorry that my son had to go to hospital. We haven't... Well, oh, jeez, that's deep. Um, to fix something or to have checkups? <laughs> don't be a little bitch. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I have heard from a very reputable source that this brewery... Not, I'm not saying particularly this can, because we don't know what we've got here, but this brewery is producing the best juice... In Australia. Wow. Jesus. That's not a small fucking claim. So the person has told me that juice in Australia is terrible, which I somewhat agree with. Yeah. And when I say juice in Australia, I mean New England style IPAs, etc. But that the breweries who seem to be hitting the right notes and could take it to the next level... Uh, Range, Mr. Banks, and our good friends friends at Urali. 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 Wow. That was pathetic. Urali. You didn't even try. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uralda? Yeah, I don't know. I give up. Uraldia. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uraldia. You didn't try. I don't know. Did you even put the letters in the right order? Ian, I don't put letters in orders. We'll figure this out. Um, so I am legitimately excited to taste this because there has been a lot of hype and the SA Brewers... Oh, there's, 
There's no barcode. I can't. It smells scan. pretty fucking great. I can't scan this. I was going to scan it and see what the the pronunciation Ooh. is and stuff. It does smell um, tropical, actually. The whole room smells amazing now that this beer is in there. Uh, so, I have a good feeling about this. Um, let's let's give it a little taste. All right, let's try this, guys. We just—I just had a look at their gram. I've never seen their gram before. Their yes. juice lords. I just saw a, the haziest boy. Fruit yeah, yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Flock boys. You have my attention. I'm excited to have a can of this in the podcast room. This is sick. I must say, the nose is exceptional. Oh, thoughts, juice wolf. It's you, got some tropical vibes. Do you how? It's got a bit of pineapple-y vibe to me. Um, I don't know if my glass... I don't know if I wash my glass. It's juicy. It's not juicy, no. No, it is juicy. It has a tiny element of dank. Yeah. You know what it isn't? The mouthfeel isn't... No, mouthfeel is very thin. Yeah, the mouthfeel is not what we expect from a... um, Like a top-tier... New England from the States. You think like oats and creaminess and... But you know what? I think it's fucking delicious. Like, it's really good. I think this is better than the range. Well, I think because they've said tropical, it's got, like, I can relate to it a lot more. Um, It's got a little bit more of a pineapple-y vibe to me. Um, This is a double IPA. Amarillo, Simcoe and Sabro. Um, So Sabro is... Oh... Okay. Does this remind you of a cocktail at all? A tropical cocktail. Oh, what's the cocktail? Ian's yawning. He's not with us. Um, mm. um, Pina colada, maybe? I don't drink a lot of pina colada, so... See, I know you do drink a lot. Mate. Bit of coconutty... Is that what you mean? Like that coconutty... The sabro. Pineapple. So sabro hop is like coconut. Yeah. I think this works really well. Yeah, this is fantastic. Like, I think this is it looks probably great. the beer of the episode. Hold that in the light. Oh my lord, it looks yeah. beautiful. The sabro, I think the sabro works exceptionally well. Um, I don't think it has yeah the velvety thick mouthfeel, but it's also well, it's seven point five percent. Like they could do that if they wanted to. Mm. Um, Amarillo Simcoe Sabro. That's really, really interesting. So, 8 out of 10, quite good. 8 out of 10, quite good? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's really good. I want more of their beers now. Yeah. Now I'm excited. Like, this is like, wet the appetite. We don't even know how fresh oh, this is. Oh, I had no idea this brewery existed. That's so exciting. Um, yeah, they're doing really good things, apparently. Like, like mini haze lords. Yeah. Um, All right. Wow. Impressed. Can we hit up something we haven't done in a little while? Do you, are you feeling adventurous? I'm feeling adventurous. Um, I don't mind pushing this episode a little bit further than it should. Normally, normally I like to ease into this and okay, and I guess give you guys a little bit of a warm up before I do it. A little warm up. A little warm up. Okay.
Ian, so we've just come back. Um, Ian was having a moment of fatigue and he was dying. And he's like, I'm not drinking any more beer. He's just cracked a double IPA, it's everyone. He has cracked a double IPA from range. Hello. Woo. Hello, mama. It smells great. Looks Good great. Good morning, Vietnam. Citra Kashmir Range Brewing. We are loving a bit of range at the moment, guys. Um, just Citra. Um, you know what? No, I've had enough of this. Oh. Range Brewing. Everyone is talking about Range Brewing. I'm sick of it. I've had a gut feel. Well, You know what? Well, I'm sick of people talking about Range Brewing. I want Range Brewing to come on the show. Okay. Range Brewing. Don't even know your names. Well, that's rude. I'm going to call you, and we're going to talk, and we're going to get you on the show. Okay. You need to answer for your crimes. You need to answer for the hype juice you're putting out there, because everyone is loving it. Anyway, we are on the big question. For this big question, I would like to introduce to you gentlemen a very special... Ooh, this is, yeah. A very special new segment, shall I call it? I don't know, shall we? It's your segment, man. Well, here at Step Brewers HQ, I know you listeners don't want to hear about the... You know, you don't want to see the sausage being made, so to speak. But... <laughs> We do have a run. Sh- we do have a run sheet, and I have redacted sections of the run sheet from these gentlemen so that they don't see it. Things like the answer to the hype beers question, but in particular, the next segment. The next segment for Caleb's big question is multifaceted. She thick. She thick. Fantasy. She thick. Guys, I'd like to introduce a new concept for the year, and this being its mid-year version, a nomination, if you will. Welcome to the Steppies Awards. Oh, the Steppies. I like it. Welcome to the Steppies. I love it. Oh, you really know that with the segments tonight, Clint. These are the most coveted slash uncoveted awards (laughs) in brewing. I know multiple brewers out there who will not give a shit about these. <laughs> Yet we'll be so grateful when they get one. So This should what, be covered at awards. Yeah. What I thought tonight is I want to put forward my categories for the steppies. Mm-hmm. And I want you guys to start doing some nominations before an official ceremony that will I mean, be held yeah, by we, the end of the year. We had a, a little Instagram ceremony last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did, we did. Um, we're and on, I think we're on the I, podium. We were, I still think the top beers, they're their own segment. Yep. The yep. steppies, they're about the brewers who make those beers. Yeah. So, without further ado, I have categorised the key awards which we can make up some trophies and some medals for mm-hmm. I've done it the best way I know how which is in football terms oh fuck, fuck. we're in the midst of finals it AFL is footy. September no September. one else September yeah, no. football. Collingwood are up there Ali I know your boys my boys the Pies my boys Sydney we we farewelled our heroes two weeks ago I cried I'm not crying you're crying it was you should beautiful. go for Collingwood for the finals, mate. It was beautiful. So, to kick Old things off, we have the Rising Star Award. The Rising Star Award is for the best new brewery. 
that brewery does not have to be newly minted in the year. It needs to be new to you guys. Okay, okay. And maybe new to our brewers. So we're not being harsh on the start date, but we're being a little bit lax on, you know, it might be something like Range, who have been around a tiny while, but now they're on everyone's, the tip of their tongue. For the new brewer of the year. Okay. Best new brewery of the year. Okay. The Norm Smith Medal. Best on ground. The best existing brewery making new ground. Who's been around for a while and just, they've changed it up. They're doing things. Okay, cool. To me, that is an important award. That is an important award, yeah. The Brownlow. The Coveted. (laughs) Charlie. The Brewery of the Year. The Steppy that every bloke wants. Blokes who are sitting down there, knee-deep in yeast, thinking, will I get a Steppy this year? Is this only number three? Is you putting, like, the big award right in the middle? Huge. Yeah, I just wanted you to know about it. Okay, huge. Ready to be delisted. Who's the brewery who lost you this oh, year? okay. And I want you to be... I want you to be rough. Who's the brewery who, at the start of the year, maybe they were fine with you. Right now, you got nothing for them. Last two categories. Ali, this one's for you. The number one draft pick. The hype brewery of oh, the year. Well, I have some... The hype brewery of the year. I have some short lists of that, by the Who is putting out that hype juice or okay. resin? Okay. And a little final pop quiz. The local footy legend. Who's that local Tassie brewer that you just love? It doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be because they're putting out great beers per se, they might be a good brewery already putting out great beers who have just done something new or they've changed things up. That local legend. That is a subcategory for the end, people. Okay. That is a subcategory for the end. So. I like your your nominee um, categories. I like it. Well, what I want to talk about first then is the rising star, the new brewer. Who's the new brewer the, the brewer who's come to you this year that you think is that best new brewer, that rising star, who gets that steppy right now? Because remember, the year is not done. Are you answering this as well? I will answer this as well. This is a nomination only, and we'll put together a step brewer's okay. definitive list for the award. Uh, new brewer of the year. Okay. Um, Ian, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I'll jump in. Okay, huge. Um, Big dig move. For me. No, dick move. Wow. <laughs> no, I said big, big dick. Big dick move. Yeah. Dollar bill. Fucking dollar bill. Jesus Christ. That dollar off bill. Off the rip. <laughs> <laughs> big dick energy right there. Wowee. Okay. All right. What, what are you liking about dollar bill? Sours. They're grand crew. Mm. I, I don't think I need so much more. Gabs vibes. tight. Yeah. yeah, Dollar Bill. I just got good vibes from them all around. I'll endorse that shit. Um, shout out to Dollar Bill. Last week they launched their first the parlay. Core. Oh. They lo- launched their first core beer last week, mm. um, and the label was sick. It was like this dollar sign with snakes and shit. It was very Ali. You'd be down with it. It was very like old school Americana tattoo. I think. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I was good with it. I like Dollar Bill. Ali, who are you hitting up? 
Um, new brew of the year for me. I'm going to take it back to Melbourne a couple of weeks. Ian, we went to a new brewery, Molly Rose. Um, Molly Rose. Molly Rose um, in Collingwood. They did some really cool stuff when I was when we were there. Um, what I liked about Molly Rose was they're not necessarily following the hype and doing what everyone else is doing. They're sort of doing their own thing and doing it really, really well. So they had a they had like six or seven beers, Ian. Um, they had six or seven beers there that were really really good that we had I think yeah, we had like three own, three or four of them coffee sour they had, a, yeah, IPA. they had a citrus coffee sour Clint a citrus, a citrus coffee sour and yeah. you liked it Ian it was the best coffee beer I've ever had Jesus Christ yeah okay, okay. they did a, you liked a coffee beer it yeah. was a hot what was it like a hot they put in um, um, it was a sour ale brewed with hot filter coffee like uh, getting technical on how the coffee happened in the beer um, a tenth of the keg was hot filtered coffee uh, from Rafael Amaya from in Colombia the coffee spoke for itself the beer spoke for itself mandarin and mango spoke for itself mandarin and mango vibes but m- most importantly every c- key component of this beer spoke for itself and did not distract. Yeah. Um, Delicious. Yeah. But they had a West Coast as well. They had a... Oh, what else did they have? They had a um, Pilsner that I actually didn't mind as well. Like a Japanese-style Pilsner. And that was really, really sick. Japanese, so super dry. Like... Uh... God. I think it... Yeah, it was like... It was like a dark-style Pilsner, wasn't it, Ian? Like... Oh, right. We bought cans home. I think we need to get them back out and crack a couple and uh, drink them together. But we'll definitely have them on our social pipes very, very shortly. Because nice. we've got nice. we brought some cans home with us, which was... I think, yeah, they just put out four, three or four of their, can, of their range in a can, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. That's so they do, they're, doing, they're doing things. And a really, really nice fit out of the little brewery as well. Up in Collingwood, yeah? Yeah, in Collingwood. Yeah, go check yeah. it out. Uh, you said you had a special mention for um, the Rising Star as well? Yeah, also, we've been drinking a lot of it as well. Um, range has really caught my attention in the last, you know, six months or so. And we've been drinking them quite regularly on the last couple of episodes for good reason. We've had a couple of... Friends of the show, send them in, and they have been tasting delicious. And hey, this this Citra Cashmere is off off the. Yeah, we're drinking a double IPA from them right now, and this is the Citra Cashmere Dipper uh, eight point five is stunning, stunning. Yeah, beautiful beers. Um, Right, gentlemen, Norman Smith Metal. Who's the brewery? The existing brewery who suddenly stepped it up on the day. They've stepped it up this year. They've taken a new direction. I'm going to start with you, Ian. Who have you got? I actually nominated two Klimt. Yeah? Oh, Jesus. I, I broke the rules a little bit. Does that mean um, I don't get to say anything? I, I nominated a local, the Tasmania, and a national. Oh, okay. um, 
locally, Van Diemen. Yeah, nice. Van Diemen for ditching, ditching the previous core range and relaunching with um, spontaneous ferment ales um, with a sense of place, all brewed as farm ales from their own site. Um, and nationally, right now, I don't think I can say definitively, but going forward, I pick Hawkers as being I the like. being the, the changing the game. And yeah, the parallel showed me what they were what they were about. I think they're gonna come forth with some pretty amazing IPAs soon. The Tom needs more friends oh. from this oh. year as well. Oh. Speaks to me. Everything Hawkers are doing right now, it speaks volumes. Um, so Van Diemen locally, nationally, Hawkers. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I think the Van Diemen pick is fantastic there. Uh, Ali, who have you got in the Norm Smith? I have Van Diemen as well, Ian. Very well played, sir. Very I have well Van Diemen as well. I don't have a... Uh, Australian wide international uh, not international interstate that's uh, right I, it's, it's one pick it's one um, but I wrote rules um, <laughs> you know drinking the um, spontaneous ales with Will um, at the launch night at Preachers was just a really nice moment and you know I got to pick his brand a little bit more while I was drinking them and it was oh, really yeah. it was really great and then um, you you him and a few other mates of ours just sent me messages giving me shit which was also nice yeah we did give you a bit of shit that night because it was the launch night and I was the only one representing the Step Brewers there that evening fair 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 shocking form but hey I had a great time um, unpredictable spring for me is like one of my beers of the year it's just so like um, it's just refreshing and approachable for like nearly anyone really you could get you know someone that's not really into beer and put that in front of them and go hey try this and they'll be like wow what 100%. Is yeah it's it's a really cool um I, and it just speaks true to what he's all about and his philosophy on beer as well like he's doing everything himself he's farming it all he's growing his own hops he's growing his own malt um it's a great australian story yeah it's beautiful and i think this speaks true to what he's all I about think, i think there's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle for another brewery to match what they're doing in terms of this award by the end of the year. Mm. Um, for my Norm Smith, I had uh, Hawkers. Um, okay. And cool. I have realised now that I missed out telling you guys what my Rising Star was. But <laughs> in terms of... Uh, I was too excited about your answers. Um, in terms of Hawkers, um, I think that Hawkers, in by the end of the year, and I'm nominating... Somewhat like you are, Ian, in terms of you mentioned them as your second choice. I'm nominating in um, in anticipation of what's coming. Um, I think Hawkers are on the path to becoming one of Australia's great brewers. Um, and, I mean, they already are. Like, let's, let's, let's not, but, like, stuff around here. Um, okay. Hawkers already do great beer. Yes. I think the direction they're about to take and Tom needs more friends and against Whoa. the... Yeah, the, the, against, the collab stuff has been great. The Against the Grain collab. Um, even the um, the Tasman collab 
it sort of all points towards the way they're going. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that they've got a sort of, they've lost some key personnel and they've had a sort of kick in the butt in terms of that that's changed up the direction. And from what you guys tell me about this pale ale, I just can't see anyone else by the end of the year between Van Diemen's and Hawkers not getting this award from us. Yeah. Um, rising star, my rising star is Deeds. Quiet Deeds. Yeah. Deeds Brewing. I get it. Yeah. Um, I say rising star. I know they've been around for a while, um, but I think what they're doing now is completely different to what they were doing. Yeah. Um, another contender is Mr. Banks, but I want to see more from them before I call it. That's all I'll say on that. For the number one draft pick, so the hype brewery of the year, I'm going to start with you, Ian. Hype brewery of the year. For me, hype brewery of the year, range brewing. Bang. Um, Brisbane, I think between the online sales, they, they reach national level purely through online. I think that's phenomenal. It's crazy. It also means with that paired with the small batches, they sell out fast. Yeah. Which yep. means they cultivate more demand. They're very much on that US, like, it's going to be canned fresh this day, get there that yeah. day, or you won't get it. Like, Australia, like the US, is big. So if you can't line up and get to the brewery, those online sales are important. The online means everyone sees it. Everyone sees the demand. So even if they can't line up, they want it. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I was even the same for their one-year um, anniversary brew. Oh, you tried to get that, didn't I, you? I like the marshmallow imperial stout. Yeah, I just forgot about it on the day, and I was like, oh, man, yeah. that'd be so sick. I should, like, get online and grab it as soon as I can. And, like, within the day, it was gone, and I like remembered I was like oh shit I should quickly get online check it out order it it was gone I actually so, had an alarm set but I just uh, oh so you're the, you're the I actually had a just complete fuck up set it for AM set of PM you dogged the boys that's dogged what he says I did um for me Range Brewing is taking this award from again um I had Mr. Banks at a very close second okay. but I think they're yeah. building hype right now whereas I think Range already have the hype they yeah. have they've cultivated it so Range for me as well Ali who have you got for the number one draft pick I'm going to go a different angle on this good good um because I agree with what you both are saying 100% um and I'm on board with what you're saying but I'm going to sort of take a, a different direction and go from what I'm seeing online and what I'm seeing on uh, Facebook groups that we're in, like we're in a couple of um, craft beer groups on Facebook and, you know, what I'm seeing on Instagram. Um, all I am seeing, well, probably like 75% of the beers I'm seeing on the on the line at the moment is um, Dayton. Yeah. They are just pumping out hot beers every single week. Um, and I know that that's their philosophy this year, that they're pumping out a beer every single week. Um, but they're all, like, to me, I'm not interested in it, but they seem to be getting the that's consumers... What they, that's what they're pushing. They're getting the consumers' attention. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, people every single week are posting the newest Dayton beer 
on on these Facebook groups and saying how much they love them and it's causing a lot of conversation and um, it's fascinating to me to watch it. I'm I'm personally um, a bit on the fence about it because I love a brewery that are pumping out new exciting beers, but I have a concern on it on how quickly that they're pumping them out. Like, I'm like, what? where's the consistency on it? How well brewed are they? Yeah. Um, how... Like, I don't, I, I don't know. It just... it. If you're pumping out a beer every single week, it causes concern for me. Yeah. Um, just on the consistency of what you are proceeding as a, I don't know, as a uh, product. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, but, it's, it's, but it's, they are cultivating hype. But And that's why I brought this to attention on this subject. Because everyone's talking about it. Everyone's posting their latest and greatest beer that they've just pumped out. Um, but I'm, I'm still yet to buy a Dayton beer. Really, I have not yeah, bought one. one. I have never, I have never bought a. See, I beer. like the old school Dayton stuff. I like yeah. the red. red I like the red, red eye. eye. The red eye was fucking great. Um, some of the old Dayton IPAs I really liked. Um, doing a new beer every week to me is um, ludicrous and silly. I just, I just don't get I how don't they get can it. be like, in how they can fill their bright tanks with all these like beers every single week it just boggles my mind i'm like are they making a beer as like a core beer and then just like stuffing uh like something with adjuncts every single week like it just it's really weird Uh, i'm not i'm not good with it um but people are digging it man and that's why i thought i'd bring it up to attention it's not it's not because i'm hyped on it but it's because everyone else seems to be hyped on it all right so, we've got two more categories before we hit the big dog, the Charlie. Who's the brewery? And this one for me is uh, quite important this year. Who's the brewery you're delis- delisting? Who's the brewery who lost you this year? Um, Ian, I'm going to start with you. feel a bit cruel right after Alley. Um, the brewery that lost me, Dayton. They lost you. Yeah, well, yeah. that follows on well, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my, elaborate my bad. My bad. <laughs> so it wasn't even intentional. To take it back, yeah, I think it was It was this year that Dayton started pushing those weekly releases. I think the first one I really jumped on was a Mango Sour. Um, so I can't even remember their releases. All I remember it's, is Craig Egg. And Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper is great. Oh, yeah, apparently. I remember the Caramel Cream Mate. So that was probably before the that was good Mango one, Sour. It? it was actually pretty tight. It was weird. I questioned it, but I did like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they started pushing more and more and more, and they be- started becoming more and more obscure, and I wasn't interested anymore. It, it became about more releases, and I didn't... Lo- I, I wasn't enticed to buy their beers because on if if I just approach it as flavors, I didn't want to drink it. I don't think Dayton need to do that. They're good brewers. Yeah, I don't think they need to chase attention so much. I think like the beers that do come out of Dayton that are good are really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, seasonals fill shelves and they move stock. 
Maybe it's a financial thing for them. There's there's seasonal, and then there's every week. I can like it, it's just. Oh, it's just I, a bit dumb. Yeah. It's just too much. Like, how can you think of a new beer every single week? It's just mm. you're gonna run out of ideas so quick. All right, Ali, who lost you? Um, like I'd like to continue on. Like I get Ian's point with Dayton, but I've never had a beer from them, so you, know, <laughs> um, you, you cannot say a word on that. I cannot. Um, a beer that's really lost me this year is Holgate, actually. Mm. Which is a bit of a topical discussion we brought up before on the podcast. Um, looking for some investment at the moment, but they're not really. I don't know. There's something. Something's a bit off with them at the moment. Um, and the beers that they've been putting out are sort of. I don't know. Just not quite. Like just, they're not in touch with the scene. They're not. They've gone super old school vibe, which is fine, but they're not. They're not. They're not up to date, and they're not in touch with what's going on in the, you know, the brewery market. I don't know. I just see a lot of Holgate's releases, and I look at the stuff they put out, and I just think, okay, cool. Microsoft Publisher has put this together, but but the beer is not really relevant and if you don't like it's cool to do an old school beer but you need to market it really well yeah mm. and i just don't like feel like they do that anymore no so a beer that we've always been really excited about is the millennium falcon and it comes out every may for you know around that star wars you may the fourth time um last fun. year yeah absolutely mate i'm with you um Last year they did the X-Wing XPA, and my God, that was a great beer. It was like a little mini... It was cracking the first year. It was a mini version of the Millennium Falcon, which is their double IPA. Um, And this year, it it just all went under the radar for me. Like, they they just... They didn't promote it very well. They didn't promote it. It just went under the radar. It just came out. And... um, I think you still I, need to push that kind of beer. I grabbed the bottle of it and I was like, oh, it's still tasting good, but where's the X-Wing that I could just buy literally 12 cans of and could just sink it? But, but then now... But, yeah, they re-released it again. Is it a new brew? Or is it the same I think brew day? There's some weird things going on there. It doesn't actually have a... So I a picked up a saying, bottle. A lot of people are saying yeah, that it's I, the same beer. I actually picked up a bottle in... Uh, Cool wine. I didn't purchase purely because it did not have a brew date or best before. It didn't have a brew date at all. Didn't have a brew date or best before on the package. Oh, come on, man. So it came out in May and it's now September and, um, yeah, they've put it back out again uh, yeah, I, in a weird, like, re-release. I think that's a good... Heavily discounted. Heavily that's discounted. Bad. That's not the steppy that you want to be awarded, but I think you've tipped that well. Um... It's yeah, it's bizarre. If, if we're wrong, let us know. If we've missed, I'd, I'd a, love to. I'd, I'd if really we've missed a brew date or something, we want to know. Yeah, we don't want to be right. But just yeah. the way they've gone about their investment um, thing as well is really bizarre. Yeah. Like it's very unenthusiastic, and something something's happening there. Anyway, we'll watch this space on it. So my delistation for the year is modus operandi. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I feel that. Um, modus operandi are slowly moving into irrelevance in my eyes. Um, I want to be proven wrong. 
but I feel like modus operandi have whilst your judgment is apt I feel like it's almost justified because they've fallen so below the radar where every the last three years they've been at the top Modus operandi are one of the best breweries in Australia yeah without a doubt Tell me the last time Modus Operandi put out a good IPA, like a good, sorry, a good uh, limited release IPA. Future Factory 2017. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Which is one of, which is one of their, which is one of the best IPAs in all of Australian beer history as according to Untapped. So that's 2017. That's two years ago. Yeah. So what's going on? Because the new Pangea IPA was, um pedestrian in terms of its uh approach mm-hmm. execution it was brewed well but it was boring yeah um they've done a couple of adjunct stouts that no one's cared about modus operandi that i love is a hop driven brewery that put out big cans where are they modus you've lost me yeah and then it's it's actually at this time of year which we start seeing the big the big gear as well from modus yep we start seeing the um last year we saw we hit it off with the trilogy of black beers hop driven yeah yeah great beers they were great cascadian howl is a fucking cracking beer where are these beers so at this time of year last year we had the black lab Cascading Howl, and then the Southern Hemispheric. So, oh, Southern Hemispheric. Okay, so all I remember about Modus right now is Rum Runner Porter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ian and I even covered that on the podcast on... Anyway, I so think Social parts and was... Modus, you need to sort this shit out because you are in the running for it from me. Local legend. I'm going to lead this because I gave you guys no heads up about this category. You did not. I was going to say, like, I haven't got this on my list. <laughs> no, no, no. My local legend is Mubaru. Cool. Mubaru in Tassie have been putting out a core range for some time without much fanfare. But in the last two years, they have cranked up to become Tasmania's biggest independent brewer. They've done collabs with Collective Arts with Tom Ahern artwork on the can. Um, They've put out a seasonal can, which they can now do different releases on, and a red IPA, which I thought was cracking for Dark Mofo. Mm -hmm. They've done their first IPA, because they said they'd never do one. Yeah, that was good too. They've done the Archie Rose bottle, and they've just put down a whole heap of seasonal, um, seasonal barrels for their next stout. I think Moobrew... Flying under the radar, local hero for me. Yeah, I've yeah. also been. It's very hard to go past Van Diemen. I want that to be noted. I've been. I've actually been at Moobrew a couple of times this year, and that you mm. boys probably don't know too much about. Uh, no, not, not, not much that I can. Us. Not much that I can say. Um, but they've been working with. Um, they're doing a cool like project with some local some local fangs as all I'll say some local fangs <laughs> some local fangs and um they're very in touch with the community down here in Tassie and um I just think they get a little bit overlooked and I want to they I do give them my vote um, for this award but it's it's been good and I um yeah I I totally agree with what you're saying there I, I mean have you ever had an oxidized can from Mubaru like anything like that like they've literally moved from a brewery who was doing these um awkward very cool bottles 
to all cans in a very short space of time and they've literally quadrupled their output. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really proud of those guys. Yeah. Um, I'm, I really need to crack another Archie stout since, okay, we, uh, we can do that, since our know. visit because um, th- it was a bloody good stout when we had it f- pretty fresh um, back in the day when we had that mm. beautiful visitation at Mona and that lovely dinner that we got involved right, in. Alright, give me your local legend. Who you got? My local legend. Oh, this is really it's hard to fucking hard, this. isn't it, man? That's why it was a pop quiz. I have two. I'm going to place one. Okay. But it, gonna, this is mid-year. I'm gonna, this is mid-year. I'm going to mention my second as well, though. This is mid-year. Can, so I, can I mention my second? No, no, you can because this is mid-year. The final steppies will come out at the end of the year. Okay. I'm going to start with number two. Archo. Yeah, nice, nice. My number two is Archo, um, beginning with the Prism series. Oh, oh, hot dang. The Prism series, dude, we love you. It was freaking phenomenal. You know, the hot, the great, the apricot, everything else. It was unbelievably good. You know, the worst thing about the Prism series is though, I have the pack that um, Archo sent us at my house Mm. and the, like my friends that do like sour beers who keep saying oh have you got any good sours to recommend I'm like I want to give you this but I just can't. don't like you enough and it's a step rose beer that's <laughs> for us so, we pay for those mate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pay it's so, true Stu, those. we love you the prism series was on another freaking yeah. level the prism series was okay you don't even need to come to me because Ian's already mentioned like are you the same yeah Ocho for me is my number this is one. my number two so I'll let Ian keep going I'm well, that's your gonna, number two I'm just going to back him there give me your number one I've marked you Ali down as number one number one Ocho. Ocho prism good on you Will Tatchell Van Diemen Van Diemen my can. number one mate your spontan series Ian's bending over for you, Will. I'm bending over. Take me. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm really excited about this series because for you, it is just the beginning. For Ocho, I feel we're rounding up a series and you're giving us uh, the best that, and it might be all that's going to come. For you, I feel we're having your best now and it's early days. Yep. Will, I'm excited for the future. I think you're paving the new way for the Tasmanian beer industry with a sense of place, locavore, and yeah, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited. Very Can't good. wait to see what's yet to come. Very good. So, guys, the end of any good season, besides a premiership, is a brown light medal. I couldn't get it less about football. The best of the best. Ali, I want you to tell me the best brewery of 2019. So far. So far. This is all so far. We will not give out the medals until the year is over. Who's your nominee? Um, Black Ops. Bang. Bang. They have not put a foot wrong for me this year. At all. I've had pretty much all of the beers that they have brought down to Tassie so far. Um, I know... Ooh. Actually, let's crack a Black Holes while we drink. Yeah. Okay. I will participate in this brew. 
with you. Um, the 100 really impressed me. Um, it sort of solidified um, what they've been doing this year. A special um, beer every month, like once a month, doing a special release. Sick. Um, I but, get they're, but they're not. But they've doing, all been really good. But they're not doing hype releases. No. They're doing cellar door stuff and, and they're working on recipes and yeah um it's just been super super solid so far um and the pale ale is one of my favorite pale ales in australia their ipa number one pale ale in australia on untapped it is and their ipa is equally as enjoyable for me um just with a little touch of their special releases every single month, they've still got a few to go. Um, they can't put a foot wrong for me. I think they're just consistently popping out great beers. And doing good volume too. Yeah, and now that Tassie are getting a little bit more of a influx of their stuff here and there and more to come, really exciting. So, Black Ops for me, hands down. Ian, who you got? Um, I actually chose Black Ops as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit. So... Yeah, for me, boy. it was just about their delicious core range, their the pale ale, the Hornet, the double Hornet. The Super Hornet, yep. Super Hornet, sorry. Um, all phenomenal. The limited releases are grabbing as much attention as they need to around the nation. Yep. But the distribution has been pushing really hard. We're starting to see them trickle Their through. Their doing good. We're starting to see them trickle through Tasmania. Yeah, and we notice that the most down here in Tassie. If someone's trying to push hard in distro, we'll notice it more down here because it doesn't always come yeah. down this way. So. Um, but very importantly, everyone in the freaking country is talking black, about Black Ops. Yeah, definitely. Black Ops are hitting it hard. Um, so yeah, Black Ops for me. Um, it tastes good. The distro is good. We're seeing it. People are talking about it. The beers are freaking delicious. I mean, it's still September. Like, it's September now, and we're still drinking this 100 from July, and it's still tasting amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad we just got a random excuse to open it. <laughs> yeah. So um, for me, Black Ops a lot of are the brewer of the year. Very well done. Very well done. Well, for my brewer of the year... Um, it's probably going to be a little unexpected from me. Oh, but my brewer of the year is Bolter. Oh, I had a Captain Sensible the other night. How was it? Yeah, it was safe. It's a mid strength. Yeah. Okay, I'm really interested in this because Bolter is good, but it's as Ian just said, it's very safe. Doesn't matter what style they're doing. It for means me. appeals to it's everyone. Safe. That's what safe means. I know. You may not like it, but everyone likes hey, it. Hey, let Clint talk, man. So, yeah, no, I no, I totally agree with the sentiment. Um, but what I want to put forward is Bolter are producing somewhere around 8 million litres a year of beer. So let that sink in for a minute. 8 million litres a year of beer. Well. Bolter are converting non-craft beer drinkers to craft beer and I think that's part of their appeal um, to me to get the brewer of the year not only are they putting out the best beer in Australia in terms of technical beer um, they're putting out something that 
the everyday Carlton draft drinker wants to drink. Um, is Bolter my favourite brewery in Australia? God, no. Do I buy Bolter on the regular? Absolutely not. Is Scotty doing a fantastic job there? 100%. By the end of the year, I think that my case for Bolter as Brewer of the Year will be pretty tight. So, I mean, it's going to be a popular opinion of fanboys, but I don't actually give a shit about that, as you would know if you have listened before. Mm -hmm. What is important to me is that the beers that they are putting out, they're nailing. Um... I want to see some more stuff in them, like from them in cans, like maybe some more limited run stuff. Yeah, I just, I wonder what their next limited beer is going to be. You know what the thing for me is? Why won't Bolter do a sticker can? Mm. Because anything they do limited run... run they like that stone do. and wood sort of counterculture sticky nectar sort of thing. Oh, I mean, oh God, don't even get me started on stone and wood counterculture. <laughs> um, <laughs> if there was a special <laughs> steppy for the brewer who fails the most to understand what's going on in the culture right now, Still but good. still manages to get sales and hype, I would fucking give it to counterculture. Yeah. Like, I love uh, Tom Delmont, who, fixation obviously, not necessarily counterculture but I just counterculture is just so lame to me yeah it's really it's literally like calling uh, a clothing company skatewear and you're sitting in an office on Wall Street so you're saying it's literally culture kings somewhat yeah somewhat somewhat yeah completely I'm not I'm not averse in in the culture kings I was with you. You, you, bought, kings. you bought a cap from culture kings look I mean I do have, <laughs> I do have signature hats that I wear um, and I do need to get them from certain places what I'm saying is <laughs> oh, sorry what I'm saying is um, I mean this is a complete side note here the counterculture series is literally low hanging fruit of the of the lowest order where they find a beer that is easy to replicate on a mass scale that they think is hype and they put out to the masses who consume up. That French toast out was a joke to me. I haven't even tried it. It was a joke. I had tried it. I I asked for a schooner and I got a pint and I threw up. Not really. I did. Not Um, from the beer itself, but just from from the beer itself. I had had maybe... Six pints prior. You know, you know, you know. What would have been awesome if Stonewood called their new series instead of Counterculture, they called it Edgy Beers, <laughs> and then literally put out shit that everyone has done before. Yeah. Anyway, it's a complete side note. I could talk for a whole episode about how much I don't like Counterculture. What I do Coming like soon, is episode twenty-six. A Brownlow, <laughs> a Brownlow nomination for Balter for Brewery of the Year. Not saying they're going to get it, but. I'm it's putting up the vote. Interesting take. Yeah. Really interesting take. So, after a really tough year, we're pleased to announce the nominees for Brewery of the Year for Norm Smith Medalist. So, the existing brewery making great ground. Uh, we have Van Diemen, Van Diemen, and Hawkers. For the Rising Star, we would like to nominate Molly Rose, Dollar Bill, and deeds for the hype brewery of the year the number one draft pick we would like to nominate range brewing twice and dayton 
the brewery who have lost us, the delisted breweries are Holgate, Dainton, and Modus Operandi. The local Tassie legends are Ocho, Ocho, Van Diemen as a secondary to Ocho, and Mubru. And for the Brownlow medal, the number one, our nominees thus far are Black Hops, Black Hops, Bolter. Mm. All from Queensland. There's a lot to uncover in the next few That was not necessary. I dropped the page because I'm down with that. There's a lot to uncover in the next few months. I mean, we just discovered a couple of new breweries from South Australia tonight. I mean, mm. that's saying something. Well, who were your breweries of the year, guys? Yeah. Um, yeah, your breweries this you know, this year so far. Yeah. Do you want to submit your D list, your A list, your hype brewer of the year, your the brewer that lost you? Let us know. Um, flick us a comment, flick us a message, slide into the DMs. The DMs. Uh, do what you need to do. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Who lost you? Who gained you? The people's vote. This is a this is the people's show. We this- want to know what you love, what you don't like. Um, yeah, it's it's Gonna be an interesting couple more months to go. Look out for the steppies. The steppies. The steppies, hey? Is that what we're calling it? I just think it's a fun name. I just didn't even consult you guys. Um, it's a bit shit. I'll go with it. Anyway, big episode tonight, um, today, whenever you're listening. Um, but some really important things we've taken on, I think. Love it. Love it. It was a good time. It was a good time. Um, you know, 25 episodes, boys. Well done. Well done. Well done. Um, those... We've got some big stuff coming soon in the next few weeks. Um, big announcements coming soon. So, oh, huge. Um, keep your eyes and ears peeled. Um, we'll be announcing some stuff very soon. But um, You'll want to be available for this. You'll want to be available maybe, say, October? <laughs> I don't want to say too much. Oh, I probably said too much. Um, yeah, just, yeah, some stuff's coming. Um, it's going to be a really, really fun uh, couple of months ahead. So until the next episode, boys and girls, we'll see Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.